call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Well, the only place where there was a red wave was in Florida. Everywhere else in America, pretty much a red ripple. But still, decisions uh, yet to be made. Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, and Wisconsin on the uh, Senate side, still too close to call. Still got some races out there in the House side. And the latest numbers are 172 Democrat seats, 200 uh, Republican seats. 218 gets you the majority. It's believed the conventional wisdom is the Republicans will have the majority in the House. So they'll have a little bit of a brake pedal to put some some stoppage to some of this nonsense that, that Joe Biden does. But it was not a tsunami. It was not a wave. Uh, that was a very unspectacular evening. I, I you know, I mean, it, it, you know who won last night? Who won big time last night? Who that? The status quo. The swamp. It, 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 there really was no, I mean, up, real upsets. <clears throat> I thought the DeSantis moment was brilliant. That was fun uh, to watch him ex- his acceptance speech. I mean, I think the line of the night was, Florida's where woke goes to die. That was a great line, man. <laughs> you know, th- that whole speech was full of it, too, because yeah. it, it took less than 10 minutes to deliver that speech. Yeah. They were done, by the way, by 9.30. <laughs> they were done. Headed home. They'll still they be do. dealing with this in Maricopa like this time next year. Yeah, well, in Maricopa, they've been screwing around out there now for the last several election cycles. Yeah. And they're doing it again now. But, uh, no, he, the, he's he got his act together. He is the future. And I, we're going to talk about this sure. more as the show goes sure. on. But anyway, but anyway, great stuff from him and, yeah. uh, and, the, and the way that Florida went. But the rest of the country was just not all that uh, exciting. It just wasn't. I, it, really wa- it really wasn't. I mean, you had uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee won, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. But all the other governors pretty much kept their gigs. Gretchen Whitmer, Gavin Newsom. Republican governors held on pretty well, though. Yeah, they did. I mean, yeah. it, like I said, not a lot of big upsets, really. And I and I, there, I think there's two things at play here, and this is what I keep coming back to in my in my noggin. Okay, first off, I really think Trump had a negative effect. He did. I think Trump should have. The more they talked about him over the past year, two years, the less he should have been in public. How many times did we say he should have gone to Paris? Just go to Paris. Just stay out of it, man. Yeah, and man. he's he's doing rallies. He's talking crap about DeSantis. Yep. And I think people had were reminded of what they didn't like about Trump. And so, in a sense, a lot of this MAGA crap that the left have been putting out, he solidified it. In some people's minds. He kept it in their face. And and they just like, screw it, I'm not going to go, why bother voting, or I'm going to vote against that, or what have you. He energized the yeah. left. Secondly, I think you're right. I think in a, in a sense, and I think this is true the younger you go, people love to have opinions. They love to have their opinions on social media. But when it comes to actual civics and actually being involved, they couldn't care less. There is a socialist element to it. <laughs> yep. I don't think it's conscious, but I think most people love getting their checks from the government. Mm-hmm. Most people want the government to be their mother, dad, you know, sure. and, and everything else. I think the younger you go, frankly, young people don't give a crap. Well, several, several <laughs> things at play. First of all, the Democrats are great at, at turnout. The, sure. Politics and power is their thing. It's, not, oh, yeah. it's never been Republicans' thing. Make right. it care less about it. Democrats, that's what they care about. So they do a great job of, of massing their forces and getting them to turn out. Yellow school buses showing up at polling places here yesterday loaded up with 18-year-old kids. Right, Their right. first chance to vote, and they're wearing the Minions costumes and all that stuff. Yeah. That's their voting for Democrats. Right. I can't tell you how many texts I got from Beto's people. I didn't get any from the other side, not no. even one from any oh, Republican. I, I, I got a lot of Democrat crap yeah. on my uh, on my phone. That's what I'm saying. I, got, I think I got one from Abbott. That was it. I don't even think I I got it one. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm pretty much an influencer as you are, and yeah. you would think if you're going to try to reach people, you'd reach out. That was the other thing. There, you know, the the triple threat here that we tried that, to get on. Oh, that was the biggest disappointment. Well, but Sean, I, like Myra's complaining about it this morning. Well, don't don't complain since you didn't turn out. We tried to get in touch with her and have her on the show several times. Couldn't get her on the show. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Because we had on Cassie on, and Cassie came out to yeah. the radio. I, that broke my heart, too, with yeah. Quayar being, you know, just, you know. that I think that was the biggest disappointment. But you're right, Maya Flores, she was not available to us. No. 
No. She was doing a lot of national shows. That's it, but not here. But you got to do the local, man. <laughs> well, That's more important than anything else. You're talking about the most influential show in the state of Texas, and you're not going to come on and try yeah. to reach these people? What is wrong with you? I, you know, but so. I just, I, 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 that, I mean, De La Cruz did all right. She, she, she came out on top. Monica won. But, uh, but. The other two, that was really disappointing. You know, sure. it really was. And so, um, you know, my wife said, I'm just going to throw this out there as far as Henry Cuellar, and I don't know who the other guy is that uh, that uh, Maya lost to, but uh, she, her reaction was, well, those people need to stay down in the valley so they can keep doing all their shady crap, and that's why they stay where they are. Nobody votes them out because they're, they're you know, involved in whatever, you know. And and people are used to it, so they don't make it. They, they, there was an opportunity last night to make some bold choices in Texas yeah. and without, yeah. and in other places, and they didn't. Well, I, but, I th- didn't. but I think that's the case all over the country. The, that's the, the I Republicans mean, yeah. just didn't show up anywhere, no. not, not just in the Valley, but they just said, eh, to heck with it. And I, I don't know if it's enthusiasm, like they, they're not enthusiastic about these candidates. The other, the other thing that the Democrats did well in their strategy was that, and they deployed this early on, they went to Republican primaries, and they voted in Republican primaries uh, for the MAGA candidates. Right. And then, and this is an all-encompassing uh, strategy, then the J6 committee, they all tied those candidates to those people you see climbing the wall at the Capitol. Right. And while that's fine for you know a certain element that's out there, independents don't like seeing that. Crap. No. They don't like seeing that. No, they don't. And then Joe Biden gave two speeches that tied those people that they got elected, that they you know won the primaries for, the Democrats. They spent money on those people. I'm talking about MAGA candidates. And they showed up and voted for those people. And Joe Biden tied them to J6 as well and said they're a threat to the nation in that very Mussolini speech. Right. So that was a strategy. That was that was a planned and strategy. It, it worked. It worked. And it, then he got Donald Trump helping them along, running by, his mouth. By reminding people, right. by reminding the left, and by reminding independents, hey, I'm here, <laughs> and yeah. I'm ready, no. and I'm going to do this again, and I'm going to be back. It just, they just, the Republicans are just dumb when it comes to this stuff. They really, really yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. How good. many times have I said over the, and I, and I know Jack says that, I think you say it too, they're great at snatching defeat out of the jaws yeah, of victory. That, it's, it's that's a great exactly quote. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. It, it's, it, exactly. That, it, and Gerwitz was saying this too. It was theirs to win. I mean, in all these, a lot of these races, it was theirs to win. Absolutely. Fetterman. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, I know it's not official yet, but right, but no, it's Fetterman, official. Is it? Yeah, he's in. Fetterman. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, it was theirs to win, and I, I think you're, I, Jonathan, Jonathan was saying it was a combination of bad candidates, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were crummy candidates, frankly. What, what I was talking about right there. Yeah, and, and uh, not people that cause a lot of enthusiasm. You know, and voter apathy. Uh, and uh, Which Bear County has. Okay, so yeah. when there's a local election, la la city council or something like that, right. 87% of registered voters stay home. Right. In Bear County. We're talking right. about Bear County 87%. now. 87%. Yesterday, 56% stayed home God. in a national election with this kind of import. In Bear County, that is being overrun with fentanyl, that's being mm. overrun by crime, that's being overrun by high inflation, where right. you have a poor population in Bear County, and, and they have a hard enough time trying to buy their food and put food on the table. In Bear County, 56% did not show up to vote yesterday. That's voter God. apathy. They just don't care anymore. No. They don't care anymore. And it showed. And, you know, a lot of chess pieces didn't move around yesterday. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer, you know, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> a day after talking about people with periods. Yep. Uh, you know, again, it was very disappointing. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. No, that's it, it. It, that, that, it, there's oh, no deep say. analysis to attach to this. No, no, there's no, there's no deep dive into this. No. Other than the, they, they didn't play their deep. best game. No. <laughs> they didn't, and people didn't show up. Well, I was talking about this with, with a caller earlier, and, and that is the, the Republicans, if they play at all, they play defense, and it, they, they don't even play that well. In today's politics, you've got to, and this is why Trump won. You've got to play offense, and you've got to come out of the yeah. gate. You got to hit them hard. This is like football. You got to come out. And you got to hit them hard with a strong offensive game, and then when you get them down, don't you let up. Don't you all right. of a sudden say we can coast now? Republicans are absolutely horrible at playing offense. Here's an I example. Yeah. They announced that commitment to America. 
They announced it once. Did you ever hear about it again? Nope. Did you ever? I had just forgot about it until you brought it up just now. I'd forgotten that that you even existed. That? And, yeah. and, and you remember that in 90, should have been every day. In 94, with Newt Gingrich and the contract right. with America, you couldn't turn on the radio or the television without hearing him talk about exactly. it. Exactly. I know, because I was here. And right. he, came, he came on my show, right. Newt Gingrich. Yeah. And he said, the contract with America is this. Boom, 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 boom. And, and, and then we'd get off the air, and his people would call back and say, when can we do it again? Right. There was no cohesive message this time out. None. And I, do you think it's because a lot of them just said, well, I'm just going to coast through this, man, because people are so pissed off. That's it. I'm going to be fine. You've got... And it, no, you still have to show up, man. A very unpopular president. Right. You've got an open oh. border. You've got... Oh, you're depressing me. Well, but, but here's here's the point. You've got fentanyl in here. You've yes. got inflation the highest in 40 years, high gas prices. You've got all this stuff going on. <sighs> and Republicans said, we're just going to say, that's going to do it for us. No. And it doesn't. Not, not if you're not saying it over and over again. You've got to kick ass and take names. And they didn't. No, they did not. And, and the country now suffers for it. Uh, I, I, again, I do think that the, the apathy thing plays in. Big time. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I think a, a lot of folks, like I said, love to have an opinion on social media, but when it comes to getting off their asses and mm-hmm. going and voting, it's like, ah. Well, <laughs> keep in mind. I got, I got some TikTok videos to make. You keep, know what I mean? Keep in mind, we're living in a socialistic country. This, the, our, well, yeah. our country is socialism, okay? And people are starting to get used to it. They are getting used to it, yeah. and they don't want to let go of it. Once you, It's the opium of the masses. Yeah. Once you give it to them, man, they, Give me another shot. Another th- that's shot. that's the only thing that explains why people can't fill jobs right now. Sure. In this in in a, in a in a state of inflation and recession, we have a job market that's that that's rocking and rolling, only because nobody's going out to get the jobs. Well, They're staying home. And you have a situation where back in the day, now to deal with inflation, what happened was everybody went to work. Yes. Right. You drilled, baby, drilled, and you brought the cost of all the goods and services down. Last week, they did that poll on about 80%. 80% of Americans, to deal with inflation, they want a stimulus check from the government. That's socialism. Oh, That's socialism. We're screwed. So I, I, I was telling this off the air, and I really believe I mentioned it this morning uh. on 5-7. Donald Trump needs to go to Paris for two years. What he needs to do in this announcement on the 15th, he needs to say, I am now anointing and supporting uh, Ron DeSantis. I will help him do whatever in 2024 to become president of the United States. I'm here to to help him. But meanwhile, Melania and I, you know, I I've been doing this for so long. It's time she and I go away, and I'm gonna go. I'm going to Paris for a couple of years. Yeah, I wish you'd have done that a year ago. I'll see you in 2025. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Why do I think that's not going to happen? Because <laughs> it's not. Because it's got to be about him. Yeah. All right, quick break. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And it's where Rima Trey, where Sean Rima. You know, not all the news is bad. I mean, it does look positive for the Republicans to maybe take over the House. We don't right. know yet. We don't know yet. 200 to 172 is what we're at right now. It takes 218. Right. Uh, Republican governors did well. Our own governor did well, you know. And Thank you, Jesus. And, yeah. At least we didn't wake up to Governor Beto. Well, it, but he won Bear County. Uh, uh, no surprise. God. He won Dallas. He won Houston. Yes. He won Austin. Uh, but he's done. I mean, the, the, the yeah. Democrats have spent $200 million on him, and he's a three-time loser. So <laughs> he's he, he's got to be done. If he's not, then they're idiots. But then you've got uh, Christine Noam. She did well. You've right. got Brian Kemp over in Georgia. He did extremely well. And you got... Uh, uh, of course, the the superstar of the night, uh, Ron DeSantis. We were just talking about Fetterman off the air. A lot of that had to do with um, the early votes um, because, and we've talked about this before, he didn't do anything. You know, he was first of all in the hospital, and then when he got out of the hospital, they kept him, you know, out, out of sight, you know, and they controlled him tightly. He did not do a debate until after early votes were over. Yes. So all that stuff is 170,000 votes, I think, was the difference. And, and it really was the early votes that, you know, came in before they even heard him try to talk <laughs> after the, after the, uh, right, the stroke. Right. And so a lot of that was already baked into the cake. And all they did was just, well, like when they put Joe Biden in the basement during the presidential campaign, they kept him shut up while the early voting right. was going on. 
So that, that that helped there. But when you're looking at, at Arizona, there is no reason why Katie Hobbs ought to be ahead Ugh. of Carrie Lake 51 to 49% right uh, yes. now. None what, other, other than the machines in Maricopa County. <laughs> That's the other reason. And we had some issues with that here as well, as people were calling me and telling me yeah. the, the same with the tabulators at the very end. Uh, we didn't have any problems. I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, we went to the middle school down the street and it was empty. There's nobody in there. Uh, the library down the street off of Bandera Road had a line, you know, around the block. But I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you, you know, you're right. I mean, the Fetterman thing is kind of, we were saying off the air about how the Fetterman thing is kind of a, an example of almost everything that went wrong for Republicans last night in, in, in how they conducted the game. Uh, you know, it, 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 your buddy from Breitbart called him a baked potato, and they just elected a baked potato. Well, you know, and, and, and two and years ago they did the same thing in the presidential. They race. did, and because it, you know what, you're right. When it comes to Democrats, power is all that matters. That's it man, it's numbers. So they don't give a crap. They, they, they. If they can elect a head of lettuce all to numbers. a seat, they'll do it. They numbers. don't care. It's because, and and the reason for that is they know that those guys will vote with them 100 percent of the time. That was my point about Henry Cuellar at the end. Ugh. Henry came on at the end and started to say the border is open and it's not under control, Ugh. and I'm a blue dog Democrat. And da, 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 da. But you look at his voting record, and he votes with the Democrats yep. almost 100 percent of right. the time. Right. So right. he is. Is one of those people, and they're and the Democrats do this. The Republicans certainly don't. The Democrats, when they get elected, they've got their numbers, and they always vote with what Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer tell them to do. Who also are still, yeah, Chuck Schumer is fine. He kept his seat. Who did he ever? Uh, yeah, God. you know, all ships sailing in the same direction. That's it. It's the one thing that the Republicans can never pull off. They can never pull that crap off. I say it this way, and it's probably not the you know probably not the most elegant way to say it. But Democrats never shoot each other. Uh, Republicans do it all the time. Republicans will shoot each other all the time. Democrats they don't shoot each other. No, they no. never. They do. never. They never talk crap about each other. No, ever. That's, that's what I mean by that. Yeah, is, you know, uh, unless they're in a primary, you know, well, with each yeah. other. But that's different. But in, in 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 any other case, you never hear a Democrat talk down another Democrat. So you just ever. mentioned it. You just mentioned it. The current president was called a racist, one of the horrible names that you could call somebody, by the current vice president. So, <laughs> but that's it. That's it. They did it. They they did it in the primary season, just like you said. And then once the election was over, it was kiss and make up. Boom, boom, boom. He's not a racist anymore. Right, right. You know, come on. You know, now that. But that's how they win. Right. And that's how they maintain power. You got it. And how are we going to fill the next hour and a half? Because <laughs> I, I, I was figuring on such a different show today. <laughs> how do we fill an hour and a half well, with this mediocre crap that happened last night? Jimmy, if you'll just loop the last half just hour, loop the la- we'll, we'll, take, we'll, we'll go to Jim's and have breakfast. And it's Ware and Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA, 737 now. Something that's not related to the election last night. We'll get back to the election in just a second. Hang on. But I just got to say this, man. What? Okay. Well, in the Clayton Perry thing, I, I think you're going to hear, you know, if, if it is true and all this stuff in the reports and all that kind of stuff, you'll hear more and more calls for him to resign. That's that's a natural thing that's, sure. that's going to yeah. happen, and maybe he should. I don't know. We'll talk about that right. at some other point <laughs> when we get closer to uh, whether or not it is true or whatever. But Nirenberg calling oh, for him on. to resign is laughable, and here's why I say that. Uh, first of all, Nirenberg, Nirenberg wants to get rid of the only conservative up there so he can have the full run of the deal. He's already got the full run yeah. of the deal, right? And, and he did this pretty quick. I mean, I, I was texting you yeah. yesterday when we this, oh, about this, this about story yeah, broke. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> you 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 got to know, folks, that if, if it were one of his socialist buddies sitting up there with him that you know, supposedly this happened to, uh, he would be calling for mercy. He would be calling yes. to help the guy. Let's let's help so-and-so. Or he would be talking about, we're, we're a great loving community in San Antonio of second chances. You know, this person needs help. Right. And that's what we need. We need to come together as a family right. and help this person. But, but he's Clayton calling. is the only voice of opposition down there. So you gotta, you got to get going, buddy. you got to get out of here. You know, and I, I was wondering how we are going to do this. You know, I mean, I. I, I, in, in full disclosure, and I don't, I'm not going to speak for you, but I consider Clayton a friend. Sure. Uh, and uh, he's a buddy. Having, he is a buddy. That having been said, obviously we need to talk about the story. Sure. 
Uh, but I'm holding off until this is verified. Until we, I want to know, know exactly. More. Yeah, I do too. I don't. I don't deal in innuendo and rumor. Not, not, not. Especially not when somebody that, that honestly, and I'm just being honest, that we're close, to, that I'm close to, or that uh, that I genuinely like. You know, Nuremberg and I had a relationship at one point, but then he and I've said this on the air before. I felt like he kind of tried to use that to kind of rope me in politically. And, well, and I, that's what kind of turned me off. Clayton is just a really good guy. <clears throat> and so I, whenever we talk about this, I'm going to preface it by saying, all right, yeah, well, I consider him a friend. So, you know, if that makes me biased, then I'm biased. I, I, I'd rather be a friend than be, you know. Okay. Does well, that make sense? For, well, sure. And for as long as you've known these guys, I've known them a lot longer. Right, right. right. So let me just tell you, first of all, on the Nirenberg uh, front, he was introduced to me by a mutual friend, and that was Howard Peake, a former mayor. Right. And I told him, I, you know, I, I'm going to believe in you because uh, Howard says you're a good guy. Uh, he's endorsing you. And we used to, we had we, we would get together frequently and uh, hang out, you know, uh, Nirenberg and I were. But I'm not one to be lied to, and he lied to me on three occasions. Right. Gave him a chance, gave him another chance. He lied to me the third time, and that was it. I was, you know, I'm done. You're, you are a typical smarmy politician to me at that right. point. Uh, you have no integrity. And so I was, we were pretty much done at that point. Uh, plus, I don't like his socialist uh, tendencies and the things that right. the plans he has for San Antonio. Clayton Perry is just the opposite. What you see with Clayton is who he is. Absolutely, he has no politician to him. Whatsoever. No, no, he doesn't. He's got That's what nothing, I love about him. none of yeah. that smarminess. I've known him for a <clears> long <throat> time, and uh, both professionally and personally, and he is not a smarmy politician. No. He is not a low life politician. He has no agenda for himself. I have been begging him to run for mayor yeah. and he's like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> i mean here here's here's the type of guy that clayton is when he heard that ktsa was a hundred years old he came in here with like a hundred tacos well, I, that, I was there that morning yeah he, i know he you showed were. up he walked over and threw him on the counter over there good morning boys turn around walk out that was it said i hadn't seen you in a while and yeah. there's some tacos and that's just who he is so I, you know that that's all good and well, and I just want to know more about this yeah, I before I go yeah. spouting off at the mouth because this involves you know a lot of lot of you know intricate parts. Yes. But my point on bringing it up this morning on election post election morning was it's just laughable that Nirenberg is calling for him because yes. you know that it, if it were right. one of his guys up there, right. he'd be, oh, we, we have to give him another chance. Yeah, he was real quick on that when the story chance. broke. He was real quick on that when the story broke. You know. So. And it was very obvious, like, dude, <laughs> you just right. want him gone. That's it. He so just wants anyway. to get rid of him. Right. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. Do you have some days today? Did we do that I, today? I do have some days, okay. and I got some thoughts on, on KTSA's coverage last night, Mr. Riccardi. Yeah, we'll we're about talking about that. Yeah. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming right back. At Bridgehead IT, they are your IT professionals for every bit of your IT. And your business moves, all business moves at the speed of IT, right? At Bridgehead IT are the masters at that. They understand it better than anybody else. They will get you what you need in the IT world to be ahead of the competition. And they are great at doing that at Bridgehead IT. They can write programs for you to make it more, you know, much more palatable to do business with you, easier to do business with you. They can do those kind of things. But they can also protect your business. I want to talk with you about cybersecurity. They are the cybersecurity experts. If you are exposed, in other words, if you do not have a great cybersecurity team looking after your IT, you're very vulnerable to hacks, attacks, and big, big trouble. Well, Bridgehead IT, their cybersecurity team, can protect your business and keep it safe. And they do it every day right here in San Antonio. They will take care of your HR issues as well. What I'm talking about there, slips and falls in the hallway and all that kind of stuff, because they can put up these cost-effective cameras in, throughout your business on the inside and the outside that protect you from all that HR stuff, too. That's Bridgehead IT. All right, 747. It's Warren Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. By the way, uh, we, we're aware of the stream issue. I'm getting a ton of emails oh, yeah. and uh, uh, <clears throat> texts right now saying the stream is all screwed up. We're very well aware of that. So are the higher-ups. So. Sorry about that. The other one is, before you do the days, I, I was telling you off the air about the newest meme. <laughs> Tell me about the newest meme. So, now that Beto has been uh, rejected <laughs> in the state of Texas three times right. now, it's now uh, the newest meme is, Hi there, Louisiana. 
My name is Beto, B-E-T-A-U-X. <laughs> I've seen that one. Beto. Yes. <laughs> Beto. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, he sucks, man. Yeah. Beto, give it up, man. Give up the name. Give up, you know, Francis. Or just go to Louisiana. That's fine go, with go, me. Go somewhere else. You're fine. Go on now, get. Jump, jump in the swamp, but out again. I like the one with George Strait where it says, go on now, get. <laughs> yeah, get on Get on out of here. Get on out of here. That's it. <laughs> Three-time loser, you yeah. schmuck. Yeah. Uh, where are the days? Yes. Uh, let's see. we got a few here today. Go to an art museum day. Okay. It's always a good idea. We had some beautiful art museums here in town. McNay, right down the road. It's gorgeous. I've right been down there, the yeah. It's National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. I like that. So go get yourself a fried chicken. <laughs> Don Morgan, go get yourself a fried damn chicken sandwich because it's Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. Would that be Chick fil A? Yeah, I think maybe I'll see Chick fil A in my future. Okay. Because that's Jesus food. I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay. yeah, Jesus, Lord. It's, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine. It's Carl Sagan Day. All right. Billions and billions and billions and billions of stars and star stuff across the cosmos celebrate me today. Yeah. Carl Sagan Day. Was, you're not impressed. That was a great Carl Sagan I just did there. Hey, I, you know, I, I, I am speechless. Is that what it is? That, that and I've been awake now for 33 oh, hours straight. Are. See how you are. Chaos Never Dies Day. Okay. Uh, Story of my life. <laughs> Me too. Right. National Scrapple Day. Scrapple? One of Don Morgan's favorites. Uh, yeah. You ever have Scrapple? That's not really big around Did here. Did you say Scrapple? Scrapple. Scrapple. Do you know what that is? No. I guess that's more of an East Coast thing. Yeah, like, you know, Pennsylvania, Maryland, yeah. those areas. It's really Scrapple is like, um, well, how would you describe it? It's uh, gross. Yeah, <laughs> not good. <laughs> Scrapple is the, it's like the, uh, I don't know, the knuckles and <laughs> the lips and whatever else. And it's a, it's like a, it's like a mixed meat. It's you cook it like like a sausage patty. Well, they do pig knuckle, knuckles here, so. It's, but I mean, it's it's spamish. It's spamish. Oh, I got you. But it's more sausagey spamish. I got you. And that's it. Oh, uh, let's see. 13 years ago, I'm, I'm, my memories, I'm going to start throwing that in when, once in a while when there's not very interesting days. It was 13 years ago today that I met Mr. Kinky Friedman for the very first time in Austin, Texas. <laughs> it's about 50 years for me. <laughs> Dog years. Right. Well, what yeah. I'm saying is that for me, though, that, yeah. that was a, a big moment in my life. Yeah. So uh, It uh, is a big thir- moment. Y'all 13 are years, man. Y'all are close buds. He, yeah. I've known him longer than I've known most people in Texas. Yeah, that you know, great. If you think about it. Yeah. Right. Great. He kind of adopted you. He's going to yeah. be. He, actually, <laughs> yeah, he little yeah. dog. Well, he's my, no, he's my. I always refer to him as my Texas dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really is. Uh, That's a fact. And, uh, Trey, where's uh, my Texas dad? Man? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he makes me call him daddy all the time. Uh, and he's about to give you a right good spanking. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, don't threaten me with a good time. Come here. By the way, Get on my lap, by the way Kinky is going to be on the show on Friday. Uh, right. He's got a couple of gigs in Austin that we want, want to talk about that are going <laughs> to uh, promote the, uh, the, the summer camp. So Awesome. That's Friday. All anyway, right. that's all I got. Uh, okay, no, it's not, because uh, Jack Riccardi last night <laughs> told ABC. Now, now, look, let me just set this up. Yeah. <laughs> because Elaine told me about it this morning, and you, you were telling me about it. I didn't hear it myself. I have, I, I have not been asleep because I was following it all online and mm-hmm. everywhere else, right? But I complain about ABC every day. And you hear me. Yep. Because oh, yeah. This guy overnight... He drives me absolutely bat stuff crazy. Right. Because he is such a socialist, and he's not supposed to be an opinion guy. He's supposed to be a news guy. Right. When you hear the drums, it's supposed to be news. But he, he, uh, you, you know, we talked about the whole J6 and the MAGA candidates right, and all right. that. How many times did I tell you that he led every one of his newscasts right. with J6 this, MAGA candidate oh, he's that? He's horrible. Yeah. His name is Richard Cantu. He's absolutely the worst. And, <laughs> he and, is. and I expect it out of ABC and Disney. I do. I expect that out of them. So Jack Riccardi had enough of it last night himself, huh? Well, I, you know, as I told you, I was kind of going back and forth between my living room and the car because I'm watching it on Fox. I'm going out to my car and listening to Jack. And I get out there, and there's a couple of dweebs on ABC just talking about mega Republicans. Uh, and all of a sudden, Riccardi busts in. But they didn't have any info. I mean, you, you didn't say that no part. They had no info. They had they, no there returns. There was no returns. There was no, it was just two guys. Yeah. You know. That's uh, what drives me crazy about them. Whining about MAGA Republicans, and Jack busts in. Yeah. And says, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to allow this. 
Uh, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember exactly what he said. Sure. But he said, you know, I'm I'm just not going to allow that to go over the airwaves. They're not providing us with any information. They're just, you know, a couple of dweebs. I mean, he didn't say it that way. Right. Uh, And and I was like, yes! Mm -hmm. And then, though, he went on uh, into a monologue about wokeness and people getting upset. And it was just Jack at his most brilliant. It, It was really just an... You know, next to DeSantis... And his speech, I think Jack t- shutting down ABC last night was some of the best radio I've ever heard. Well, man. Th- he's in his element doing that. Yeah, that's why. Was, that's why they have him do that. That's why they yeah. pay him ten million a year to do that. <laughs> because he's—I mean, no, I'm kidding about that. But he, I mean, he's—he's he's in his element. When yeah, he does that, and it that was almost pure poetry. It really was. You and I just sit here and shoot the stuff, right? right but right. he's got this ability when it comes to the political thing to just do what he does. And that's why he does the returns, and he's very well respected, and he's always been a badass doing it. You know, but his his reflections on our cult, political culture is what came after shutting ABC down, and that. And I wish I could repeat. I wish I you know had written some, taken some notes when I heard it because I was just in my car going, "Yes, it was brilliant. Well, it was very good radio." And you know what? Far better for the listener. Yeah, than anything that ABC could have been doing. <laughs> yeah, especially a couple of DBs just talking. I guarantee about- you. You know, but anything they could have been doing, yeah, I agree. He, he, I was, agree. he was far better than that. Well, and his coverage in general on, is is just superb. You know, whenever it comes to well, poli- you were I, just saying political I'm a, coverage. I'm going to give credit where credit is oh, due because yeah. she's sitting right over there, Elaine. Part of the reason that Jack is so good at what he does is she busts her butt. She does. This girl came in. Well, I, I'll tell you, she came in here yesterday morning and was here super early yesterday morning because right. she knew it was going to be a long day. She left, went and ate, and fed Ralph because <laughs> Ralph has to be fed. And then, and then she came right back right. at like one or two yesterday afternoon because right. she was texting me. She gets all those people online for him, get, gets them all lined up so that they'll be on the show. And they know when, when Elaine calls, they know oh, yeah. Yeah, they answer yes. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. First of all, they answer the phone. Right. They answer when she calls. And then she gets them all set up. And then she keeps everything running here, you know, because oh, yeah. Jack's not here. Right, he's he's out of the he's out of the building, so she keeps everything running here to make sure it stays on track, stays on time, and and keeps going. So they're a wonderful team, and they've been doing it forever. Oh yeah, and, and it's it, you it, it's it you can hear it in the quality of, yeah, of, of the coverage, and it really is top shelf. Absolutely, absolutely. So, just want to throw out a, a shout out to to not only Jack but Elaine. Uh, it was another great night of coverage uh, from KTSa. But sh- shutting down ABC was badass, man. No, even though they didn't have much to work with. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, it's like I'm driving in this morning, going, "How do I fill two hours on my show with oh, this?" Oh, you'll crap? be fi- well. First of all, I, I, I had a lot of calls on the five to seven this morning, and that's oh, a, yeah. that's a real hard shift to get calls that sure. early in the morning because people, oh, yeah. you know, they're yeah. not awake yet. But uh, but no, they you know had a lot of calls this morning, so you have a lot of calls oh, this yeah. afternoon, and you'll have more insight on what's going on. And some of these races, by the way, right now Republicans two hundred, Democrats one seventy two in the House, forty eight forty eight split in the Senate right now. Some of these races, like I, I'm I'm guessing that uh, Nevada is probably going to break today. I'm I'm thinking that the Senate race in Nevada, and I'm I really am kind of leaning toward Laxalt uh, out there. I'm thinking that he's going to be the right. guy. So Republicans probably are going to pick up Nevada. I'm hoping that's going to be the case. Who knows what they're going to do in Arizona because they they can't run an election out there to save their you soul. You had one job. Well, but but the person here's the thing though, and we talked about this. The person in charge of running the election was running for governor. Well, and yeah. So look, problem number one yeah, right there. So there you go. Um, I think Wisconsin is probably a, a day or two off. The one you're not going to know for a long time, I think, is going to be Georgia because they're right. going to have to do a runoff, and that's December 6th. I, I really believe that's going to end up in a runoff. I don't, I don't, I'm, I've been watching that number in Georgia, and it just has not moved at right. all. Right, it hasn't. At all. So, you know, we'll we'll keep an eyeball out on, on how uh, any of these races, if they're called, uh, while we're collectively on the air, and then, you know, while I'm on the air. But, yeah, it was really a kind of a disappointing night. It, it was... The word I keep coming up with was mediocre. The, the, the bold moves could have been made last night by the electorate, and they just weren't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, Gavin Newsom. Yeah. 
They, yeah. we're, we're, we're calling his ass, you know, a few months ago. And now right. he just he still, you know. Yeah. I uh, just got a note from the boss. The stream is fixed, everybody. So if you normally listen by the oh. stream, go over there and check it out. Thanks. Excellent. Thank you, boss. Appreciate you doing that. Back in a minute. Where in Rima, KTSA. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. So I'm getting a ton of emails this morning. I just want to read one here. Sure. It's, it's brief. No, we got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just discussing that off the air. This is from Katie. Right. Not so great a morning, Trey. The architects of this midterm failure are Trump and Mitch McConnell. Trump was responsible for the runoff Senate losses in Georgia in January 2021. Trump was responsible for David McCormick losing the primary to Oz, making him the lackluster candidate against Fetterman. How dare Trump ridicule DeSantis? Mm. The only thing I want to hear from Trump next week is that he will get out of the way. Very disappointed in Trump. Makes me feel like he's been playing devil's advocate all along. I pray every day for the families raising children in this uncertain future of our republic um i guess let's let's well first yeah, of, i was just reading that quote from last night so yeah let, let i'll tell you what let, let me do a quick update so sure. everybody knows let's yeah. reset and then we'll talk about uh donald trump so arizona nevada wisconsin and georgia too close to call right now in the senate races again i'm thinking that Nevada's going to fall today wisconsin will probably fall today i don't know what's going on in arizona they've got the machine issue that they dealt with out there so who knows when they're going to be able to uh, get to the final count out there. And in Georgia, I'm pretty sure that's a runoff uh, between Warnock and, and right. Herschel Walker. Mm. December 6th is going to be time on that. Uh, as far as the House is concerned, it looks like the Republicans are pretty much a shoe-in to take the House. Not by much, though. No. Uh, they're not going <laughs> to have. Not by much at all. No, they're not going to have the advantage. Uh, the Senate right now is at 48-48. Uh, at best, the Republicans end up at 51 which is is a good you know sure uh, scenario because then you knock Kamala out from being the deciding factor right in the House you're at 200 for Republicans as we sit right now in 172 for Democrats there's 50 some odd races that still have to be uh, decided in the in the House so you know they got to get to 218 to be able to to control it uh, you'd feel better if they were at uh, and, and and this is this would be odd. If they got to 224, which is certainly doable uh, with some of the numbers that we're seeing come in, if the Republicans got 224, that's exactly the number the Democrats have right now. Wow. So they would be just basically flipping, total flip job on on that. So that's, I mean, that's basically where it is today. The other stuff is going to be out there for a little while today. I think those those races are going to be settled today probably and then uh, you know we, we'll get the january or the the uh, december 6th thing in and that'll be the georgia race over there and really don't count herschel out on that deal i mean he's still no. got a shot of it's very close yeah. yes yes so when they do the runoff we'll see if they're going to be able to marshal enough forces over there and, and do the thing brian kemp won so mm-hmm. and beat stacy abrams right to the point beat her so bad that she had to uh, concede yeah which she, well, she sucks. <laughs> well, she does. She's a horrible human being. Yeah. Um, mm. All right. So the red, there was not a red wave. It was a red. No. I, I've been calling it a red ripple. Uh, <laughs> that's basically what it was. It a was red like drip. Somebody, <laughs> somebody threw a rock across the pond. Right, right, uh, right. But, but in Florida, it was a red tsunami. And Ron DeSantis took on probably the largest employer in Florida yep. and won. Because the largest employer in Florida, and that would be Disney, declared war uh-huh. on Ron DeSantis and declared war on parents and families by saying all this woke crap, the CRT in the school, the trans uh, transsexual stuff, uh, transgender stuff, we want it in the schools. And DeSantis said, the hell are you going? No. Uh-uh. Well, I think that, I think his handling of the pandemic, and I think, Ian, I think those three things really showed the caliber of leader that he is. You had a lot of people in Florida after Ian who were like, I've been voting Democrat my whole life, but I'm voting for Ron DeSantis. Well, here, here were my notes from this morning. Uh, he has the style and the substance you want in a leader. Absolutely. Not, not only does. does he have the style, but he also has, he can back up that style. He's firm yet respectful. He stands his ground, but he doesn't denigrate others. I no. think that's important because that's the difference between him and Trump. He'll denigrate ideas. Well, sure he will. Yeah, but he doesn't. And he, agenda. He doesn't make but, it personal. No, he doesn't. And he gives credit where credit is due. Yeah, it's not all me. And here it is, right here. He knows how to lead, 
and he showed it with Eon, uh, Ian because he pre-positioned all the manpower and the hardware that was going to be necessary. He got it in place ahead. Well, and yeah, and a lot of for a lot of Floridians that you know that changed their vote if they were lifelong Democrats. They're like, he really handled this well, and we could have lost everything. Uh, and plus, he had the line of the night. Which was Florida's where woke goes to die. Well, <laughs> that was I just I heard that I was like yes. Well, look at the speech itself. Governor the badass. It was a short speech. It was it was less than ten minutes, but it was amazing. And it was fantastic. He called, and I have it, and I encourage you guys download it and read it, or go yeah. go online somewhere and read Ron DeSantis' speech from last night. Again, it was ten minutes, so it's real short. He called Florida the citadel of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> we chose facts over fear. We chose education over indoctrination. We chose law and order. We faced the attacks. We took the hits. We weathered the storm, but we stood our ground. He went on. And I, this last uh, paragraph here, he said, we have embraced freedom. We have maintained law and order. I believe the survival of the American experiment requires a revival of true American principles. He, you know, that needed to be the message across the country. Yes, sir. With every Republican. Absolutely. And it wasn't. But it was a shining moment for him. Well, and this going back to Katie's email, this is what's so frustrating about Donald Trump. Uh, Trump should have just buried his head, stayed at, at Mar-a-Lago, stayed out of the way, kept his mouth shut. The, the, when they first started, which was almost from day one, Started denigrating people as MAGA hat wearers, and that at that point, and connecting to January six and all that. From that point forward, someone as savvy as he is should have realized, well, they're going to use me to uh, to take down the Republicans, which they did. I need to stay out of sight. The more they talk about me, the more I'm not going to be there. So what did he do? He held rallies. He made it about him. <laughs> he made it about him. Yeah, it's he, about, this, uh, he had a big announcement to make an announcement. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was he. I, I think we really can't overestimate the impact he had yesterday. Oh, don't underestimate. Underestimate. It. Don't yeah, underestimate. I, I, yeah, it because it was I mean. huge. Underest, underestimate. It was huge. Meant to say, yeah, because uh, I, I think going into it, he validated just by his presence. He validated a lot of the crap that they've been saying. Well, he kept putting himself top of mind. Yeah. And you don't, you know, when uh, you are as disliked as he is among independents. Right. Those of us who are conservative, who saw what he did for four years, it was phenomenal the work Absolutely. he did. But the independents, and certainly the Democrats, he fires up Democrats. He excites them to get them to the polls. Right. And, and somebody, like you said, as savvy as him, he should have known that if I put myself at the center of attention, it's going to excite the other side it's going to fire up the other team it's going to get them on the field and he should have known that and he should have just kept his mouth shut and stayed out of the public well eye. and he, sh he should have yeah he sh because the the more he if he just stayed out of sight out of mind the emptier a lot of their anti-maga rhetoric would have sounded they wouldn't have had anything they wouldn't have had anything Nothing. but he put himself front and center and and i i think it was very a very bad choice and it had an impact on the elections. And then the only red wave, or it really was a tsunami. I mean, Ron DeSantis oh, ran yeah. the tables, won every single seat in Florida. Yeah, everything he wanted. All, I'm talking about Republicans. Look at how Rubio oh, beat yeah. the snot out of Demings. I yeah. mean, he beat the snot out of her. To the woke mob, yeah. Florida is where woke goes to die. Yeah, that, I, I sent that to Jimmy the, last <laughs> night. So it's. He he flipped Miami Dade. Yeah, he flipped Amazing. it. Amazing. So that, but see what happened in Florida is what should have happened across the country, and they got it done by nine thirty. They were home and yeah. in bed. Nine thirty. <laughs> yeah. So Donald Trump last night goes and takes in after Ron DeSantis and uh. says. You better not run in 2024. You're going to get hurt, alluding to, I'm, you know, I got dirt. I'm going to release dirt. But he goes on, I think he would be making a mistake. I think the base would hate, would not like it. I don't think it would be good for the party. Oh, like you give a crap what's good for the party. That was, Now, that was very bad behavior. It's terrible behavior. After the fact. Yep. That was really crummy of him. Why didn't he just, well, here's a couple things. He should have just come out. If he, if, if he was going to come out, he should have just come out and said, Congratulations, Ronda Sanders. Yeah. Man, you cooked ass. Way to go. I'm really proud of you. Thank right. you for doing that. I, as you know, I live in Florida, and it's a great opportunity. I love living in Florida under you. It's wonderful. So he's got this announcement on the 15th. The, the best thing he can do is say, hey, listen, 
Um, I'm throwing all of my support and endorsement behind Ron DeSantis for president in 2024. And Melania and I are going to jump on the jet and we're going to go to Tahiti. (laughs) And you're not going to hear from me now. Why do? And I said this to you earlier. Why do you? Why? Why do I think that's not what he's going to do? Because he's not going to. Because <laughs> he can't. He can't, man. He can't do you got to let it go, dude. And and I really appreciate what he did for four years. Do oh, not yeah. do not no, think, I think I'm denigrating him. I think he's one of the most effective yeah. presidents we've ever had. But we got to move forward. Yeah. And, and to do that, you've got to say this guy right here in Florida. I've been calling Ron DeSantis my president for two oh, years. Yeah. For two years. I came up with uh, last night Governor DeBadass. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he is. He's my president. Yeah. And uh, I, I truly believe that he is the way forward for our country, not just Republicans, yeah. but for the country as a whole. Yeah. This guy's it. I agree. Absolutely, I, I mean, agree. Look, he took on he took on Disney, who, who they, they spent so much money to try to destroy right. him. Think of what he can do Slid to the big, right off him. Yes, the, all the big corporate people right. that he would face as president, he'll do the same thing. He will, and he will, because <laughs> I think he's going to run. I mean, I, I, I really do believe that. So. Some people are saying he should wait. I don't know why he would. You know, uh, so I, Donald Trump needs to shut up at this point. He's not going to, but that's what he needs to do because I, I think he, his behavior really. Had a negative impact on this thing yesterday. It did, and it was depressing to watch. It yeah. really was. I mean, I, I really, I think we all really expected something different. And I think I said yesterday because people were asking me to make predictions, and I don't like making specific predictions because, mm-hmm. like we just saw, you never, you never know. The hopeful part of me was like, "Yeah, let's yeah. do it." No, oh, you never make predictions in politics. No, I, no, I quit no. that. That's a fool's errand. It, it is, and I quit that years ago, man. I just said I, that. I, twenty I, years. All ago. I said was the hopeful part of me yeah. wants something good to happen, yeah. and it just didn't. All, all I can do, <clears> and all any of us can do, is make the case, lay it out there, right. talk about the facts, because they're not going to do it on the mainstream. No. So we lay it out. <laughs> we talk about the facts, and we talk about what's going on, so that people are informed and make their decision about going out and and doing it. And there's no way, you know, there's no reason why, as we said earlier, there's no reason why Katie Hobbs in Arizona is fi- 51 to 49 over over Carrie Lake. There's no reason on God's green earth that that should be the case. I agree. That's where we are. Yep, yep. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up for you. You know, <clears throat> at safe showers, they're going to get you a, what, a safe shower. If that tub of yours is not used all that often, like it, never, <laughs> okay, if you have one of those garden tubs, because we all bought a home with them back in the day, or you've got a tub-shower combo that you never use, you ought to think about upgrading to a beautiful, stylish walk-in shower from Safe Showers. Now, this is not an inexpensive fiberglass or acrylic shower like you see on TV. No, Safe Showers completely removes your old tub right down to the studs, and they install a beautiful designer walk-in shower in one or two days, and they'll get it done before Christmas. So you get to choose from options like natural stone-style wall panels and glass doors and designer fixtures and shower seats and shelving, and, well, the list goes on and on and on. And right now you'll save $1,000 and a walk-in shower or tub during their Dream Bathroom Sale. And with approved credit, you get zero down, no payments, and no interest financing for 12 months, or payments as low as 119 a month. Set up your free in-home design consultation right now with Safe Showers, 210-655-1111. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. Okay, let, let's clear this up, Mr. Rima, because Mark just sent me an email, 100% disagree with your analysis of Trump. Uh, he says that uh, the Republican problem is not 100% POTUS Donald Trump. Never said it was. No. Uh, in fact, all I've said all morning long, and you have too, and I started this at 5 o'clock, there's a bunch of different things at play here, factors at play, to, 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 to make this work. And this is not all bad news. I mean, if Republicans take the House, at least there'll be a brake pedal on some of the stuff that Joe Biden is doing. Yes. And is, you know, so this is not all bad news. And if some of these... Some of these Senate races fall the way they may. I've said it over and over again this morning. The Republicans could end up with a 51% majority in the Senate. So That'd be great. It's not all bad no, news. No. It's just not what was expected. The expectations were so much greater, and they turned out to be far less than, than what it was. But it's not all Donald Trump's fault. Trump is just one of many of the pieces of the puzzle that caused last night to be what it yes, was. Yes, he wasn't the only reason. No, but no. come on, dude, he didn't. I mean, he didn't help the sitch. No, not at all. <laughs> at he made all. it worse. He did. He did. And that was the only point of, the, <clears throat> our, of our previous segment and the previous discussion was that he 
he uh, independents don't like him. And I don't care if you like that or not. Independents don't like it. And you need independents. You have to have them. Uh And he fires Democrats up. Yeah. I don't care if you like, Mark, I don't care if you like that or not. He fires up Democrats, and he gets Democrats to the polls, and he should have just laid low. No, but let me tell you, man. The, 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 we're, we're, we live in socialism. This is European socialism that we're living in in America. And it started over 60 years ago when they put them, when Khrushchev said, we'll take you over without firing a shot. Man. Yep, precisely. And they went well, into the education. They went into the media. Mm-hmm. They went into the swamp. And they have been educating people all along to where now they become bloodsuckers and sucking on the government. That's it. Well, and they don't even, you know, they, they, most of them don't even realize they're living in this socialist world. It's just they got used to the government handouts. That's why you still see a lot of help wanted signs on windows in a, in a recession. They don't want to go back to work, you know, and, and uh, uh, it's sad to watch because these are people who do not have the, the prescience of thought to realize the road that they're on and what it's going to lead to. I mean, I, I said also, I, I, don't, I think a lot of young people uh, these days are, are full of opinions, but they're not really engaged in the process. They have a different kind of work ethic. They don't like to work. Uh, they get started in life much later. And th- 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 this is a socialist dream, this generation uh, of people who love getting the check in the mail. My point is it didn't happen by accident. No, it didn't. Of course not. No. It, it was designed. The indoctrination. I mean, I Absolutely. see it in my own daughter, the, the, the indoctrination. You know, I mean, it, it really is true. Yeah, it did not happen by <clears throat> just happenstance. They planned this, and they've been working their plan for over 60 years, and it, and it worked. When, when, when you have a poll last week, just last week, how, how, should, uh, how should we deal with inflation? Well, obviously, the way that we would in a free market, is that we would start drilling for oil, sure, and we would bring down the price of everything because if oil is cheaper, the price of everything else is cheaper. The the rising cost of your beans and your tortillas is directly connected to the rising cost of oil. So if you bring down the cost of oil, you bring down the cost of everything else, and you bring down inflation. Donald Trump understood that, and that's what Donald Trump did. He did a very great thing by bringing down the cost of oil. So. Instead of that, however, when the American people were asked last week, eighty percent of them said the government should send me a stimulus check and inflate. They call eighty percent. Do you remember COVID stimulus checks? Yeah, they're calling this inflation stimulus checks. Ah, God, that's socialism, and it has the opposite effect. Of course, as it well. does. You know, eighty percent. That's sick. Man. That's that's socialism. Yeah, yeah, because people are, they they get used to it. They get used to that relationship with the government, and that's how they take over. Uh, because people don't suddenly they're fine with well obviously eighty percent right now would eighty of the eighty percent of those folks claim they're socialists probably not a fair amount of them would probably but not a lot not all of them they may not use the same <clears throat> they may not use the word but the definition's the same well it is but you what know? I mean is I think a lot of people are living that life oh, who who are not consciously oh. I'm going to be a socialist. Yeah. But they they get in the check. Uh-huh. They're staying home. Right. They're playing their video games. They're fine with being told what to do. We we talked about another poll uh, a couple of weeks ago that I saw uh, that showed a majority of young people today in America are fine with the idea that you should not be allowed to say certain things. Right. And you should be punished for saying that's certain Soviet things. style socialism. That's precisely what it is. Soviet style socialism, yeah. right there. And I mean, you know, we tore down. We talked about this yesterday. We tore down Christopher Columbus and put a Lenin statue up in San Antonio. I still can't believe there's a freaking Lenin statue but, but in San Antonio. There. It is, and that's the fact. Holy crap! So I mean, it, 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 the reality <clears throat> is that's another part of it. The the Democrat playbook that I talked about earlier, where they actually went and they voted in the Republican primaries to put these right. MAGA candidates, and then the J six committee, and then the insidious. the Biden speeches, and everything worked, and it all conspired together to get you a blunted red wave it's it, it, actually it's amazing the republicans did as well as they did last well, night yeah considering all of that i i, I agree trump Cause, was cause just it like wasn't there. horrible i mean we yeah. don't have governor beto today no nope. uh sarah huckabee sanders is the governor of arkansas which is the first time the female uh, female has been the governor of arkansas and a republican brian kemp brian kemp so it it, it wasn't a, a total lose no, no, loser no, no, no. not even but close. it wasn't the huge win that we were expecting it to be or right. wanted it to be People just weren't engaged, and, and the Democrats kept on kept on message. They were they were not engaged, but they also, you know, the, the, when it came down to okay, 
do, do I uh, vote for my paycheck or do I vote for a paycheck that's going to be given to me from the government? They chose the government paycheck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's very, yeah. very clear that they're okay with the way – I don't care about the border. I don't care about high inflation. I don't care about high gas prices. That's a Republican talking point. I really don't care because the government's going to send me a check. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I, I think what happened with the pandemic is a lot of that stuff that had been sort of in the indoctrination stream uh, was kicked into high gear because people were now actively being told to stay home. And and they stayed home, and so, they just stayed home. So, <laughs> as Thomas Jefferson wrote, and it's in our founding documents, every once in a while, you got to start over again. Possibly. Ah, eight forty now. It's Ware and Rima, KTSa. The numbers uh, obviously haven't changed. Uh, forty-eight and forty-eight for the uh, Senate, and. Uh, uh, 200 for the uh, for the House uh, Republicans to 172 for the uh, for the Democrats, and I was just having a conversation uh, out in the hall uh, with Sam, and we were talking about uh, how how's all this going to play out in the runoff uh, December 6th. Just a couple of real quick thoughts on that. I know you got some other uh, celebrity stuff you're talking about too. Really so, important news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, besides your love affair for Sarah Huckabee hey! Sanders, so we'll get into that in a minute too. Um. <clears throat> The yeah, Nevada. I see Laxalt coming through in the end right. on that. I really do. I th- I think Nevada's going to fall today to the Republicans. So that's another pickup. Um, I you know Arizona is is just weird. Um, I I think you really have to have. And Carrie Lake's been closing the gap. So there was like a thirty thousand point or a vote difference with Carrie Lake. I I really think uh, if she wins. She's going to be able to do what DeSantis did out in Florida, and that is to put in this no fraud type uh, people. Right. Uh, one of the one of the reasons that DeSantis won so big was he went after election fraud in a huge way in Florida and knocked it out. I mean, right. he just killed election fraud. Got the right people in the right places. Yep. I think Carrie Lake can do that because keep in mind we've had a track record of Arizona <laughs> screwing around. Yes. Did it with the Trump thing in 2020. <laughs> And now they're doing it with this deal down in Maricopa County. And if you're not familiar with what happened, what was going on, folks, people were uh, feeding their ballot into the tabulation machines there at the polling place, and it was spitting it back out. And I, my, my guess it was spitting out Republican ballots, but Probably. whatever, you know. Uh, and they were saying, just put it here in this slot in the front then, and we'll take it, we'll hand carry it over there. Sure. And come to, right, <laughs> sure, you, sure will. you will. And come to find out, <clears throat> the problem was... They had the wrong printer codes in the tabulation machines. Well, so how long did they have leading up to the selection to get the right Come printer on, codes in the machine? Right. So if Carrie Lake wins out in Arizona, she can put that type of commission, a DeSantis-type commission in and uh, and solve all those problems. Uh, Wisconsin, I think it's going to Ron Johnson. I, mm-hmm. uh, clearly today, I think that's another one that's going to go to him. Uh, and that leaves you with the runoff. In Georgia, between Warnock and, and Herschel Walker, God. and that's going to be a, a heavy contest because I fully expect Stacey Abrams to cheat in favor of Warnock over there with the Democrats. Right. I fully expect that to happen. And if I'm a Republican, I would be ordering Ron DeSantis's people to get into Georgia right now. His people that, you know, that stop election fraud, get in there right now and get your ground game going right now for the right. runoff on December 6th. That's the big one. Right. That's the big one. I agree. I agree. So, And, and I do find Sarah Huckabee Sanders attractive. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Enough Don, of Don Morgan's been giving me hell about this for years. I, I I don't know what it is. When she was press secretary, I don't know I don't know if it's a lazy eye. I don't know if it's her intellect If she's because she's a brunette. She's such an Amazon. I just, I got, I don't know why. I, I do genuinely find her attractive. It's your Alanis Morissette Octomom thing. It, it might be, but she just something, something about Sarah. I used to have the Hall and Oates song play every time I'd say Sarah. And Sarah, Sarah. Smile, Sarah, smile. She's just something about her, dude. I don't know yeah. what it is. A man can't help who's he, who, he's, who no. he's attracted to. That's right. I love my wife. My wife is the prettiest girl on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I don't get you wrong at all. I don't all. want to get knifed. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm just also saying, Sarah Huckabee, there's just something oddly attractive about her to me. So you're objectifying her is what you're telling me. No. I, I like her mind. 
I like the way she used to handle the press corps, okay? But it's just something about her. I don't know. It's that lazy eye, maybe. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Something, something very attractive it, about it. It made you combine Jefferson Airplane and Holland Oats. Well, there's Sarah <laughs> Smile. That's the song I used to play, Sarah mm-hmm. Smile, whenever I'd mention her name. Uh, what was the other song I just... Sarah by Jefferson Airplane. Oh, no, not that one. That's yeah. the one you just sang. You combined them both. Oh, I'm, I don't know. You said you, you sang Sarah by Jefferson Airplane and said you would play Hall and Oates any time that you... I don't know what I'm doing. Now, you, you got, <laughs> I'm look, tired. You, you were up till midnight. <laughs> That's late for me, man. I'm at... Uh, what am I at now? Let's see. This you've is been 8 awake o'clock. Since, you've been awake since October. Eight, so, you know. What is 24 plus 8? <laughs> 32, sir. 32. I've been up uh, for 30, insane, 32 man. hours since what I... What the hell's up. wrong with you? You're insane. 32 hours. 32 hours. Yeah. See how you are? What, you know what happened? I was going to go to bed and take, take it off last night. Nancy and I talked about it. I had a whole plan that I was going to get up a little early. Right. And see what was going on. But I started to watch. And, uh, you know, the worst things happen to me is I can watch television on my phone. Yeah. Because so it's you got a, it hooked into that when it, you're trying to sleep. Yeah. See how you are. And I do it almost every night now because it's so easy. I got my phone in my hand. Right. See, I, I, so I start watching whatever I'm watching. And last night it was all the coverage. Right. The TV's harder because you got to. It's a multi-step process to watch it on TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to get the. You got to get the remote control. You got to turn it on. I, I here's what I do. I put the phone upside down on my nightstand. I do that too. So I can't see the glow. I, do I that can't too. see anything about it. Yep. Can't see any notifications. Nope. And then I turn on my box fan on high. Yep. On high. I got four fans in my bedroom. <laughs> I kid you not. Like a wind tunnel in there. I kid man. you not, man. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> we got a cross flow going on, man. I, you know what? You can fly a kite in your bedroom. You know the thing is, and this is like real serious talk radio. <laughs> but you were talking about Sarah Huckabee. I, I, I cannot sleep in still air. I don't know what. It I is, can't either. You know? No, I know. I can't. What's that got to do with Sarah Huckabee? And, uh, nothing. I was just saying this was not serious. <laughs> we're doing such serious oh, oh, yeah. conversation. Well, we did now. a break from us depressing. I think but, you're uh, right. Um, um, I can't sleep in a quiet room either. Yeah, it's like when the moving. power goes out yeah. and and the the fans stop. Yeah, it just it drives me. I just grit my teeth, man. I have to have the air moving. It's got to yeah. be circulating around the room, or I just can't. I cannot. Do I need it. the noise. It's yeah. the noise I need. The yeah. boom, you know, what? I need the. Are you getting a quieter fan? <laughs> no, it's going to be loud. When I first met my wife, you know, and I, I at that point I said this dinky little rotating fan from yeah. my other room. Yeah. Then I went and got a box fan. The first night I fired it up. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I cannot hear myself think. Do you have a ceiling fan too? Yes. So I got a ceiling fan. There's a fan on my side about a, <laughs> about a, a foot from my head. Right. And there's a fan on Nancy's side. So those two are blowing across. <laughs> so she's a fan person too. Oh, huh? big wow. time. Big See, time. Syria isn't. She had to learn to live with it. No, Nancy loves a fan too, man. Right. And now that we don't have any more listening to the show, fans, that is, we'll be back in just a minute <laughs> with something else. I'm sure it's going to be highly entertaining and, and, and interesting. And now for something completely different. <laughs> Coming right back. You know, with 56% of registered voters in Bear County not showing oh, up. Oh, God. Uh, when I talked to to Jonathan Gerwitz about this this morning, he said, you know, this problem with candidates, and I, I fully, fully believe that. I I think that the people that have run for office in San Antonio are the people who are in office in San Antonio currently and the ones who are in, in, in Bear County. Most of them, many of them, are truly just mediocre people. You know, look at the city well, council yeah. and the mayor, the prime example, right? Just mediocre. Well, but but in, in, in that world, the mediocre rise to the top. Of course. You know, but they're completely uninspiring. You know, no. and so people in Bear County, when we have a local election, eighty-seven percent stay home. Eighty-seven percent, man. And last night, fifty-six percent stayed home. They just 50, said, eh, right, fifty-six eh, percent. Eh, these people don't impress me. They don't do anything for me. Well, I don't believe in them, so I'm not even going to worry about it. Like I said, we went to what w- w- what would be arguably the voting place in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and there was nobody there. We just walked in, <coughs> yeah, well, voted, and walked out. It man. shows, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so it's. <laughs> I, I I think that the Democrat socialists in San Fran Antonio 
Are you okay? <laughs> I just had to <laughs> yawn. I'm sorry. It's not because of you. <laughs> Was there something I said? No. I'm feeling a little peaked today. I'm, that's I, all. I am being uninspiring myself. <laughs> no. I'm just tired, dude. The Democrat socialists in, in San Antonio, they I think they've kind of set it up to be this way. Yeah. That that people are now just completely uninspired, so they're going to get reelected. Look, look at Nelson Wolf get reelected for, what, 100 years? 100 years. <laughs> His first, he first became the county judge in like 1876. Oh, really? I, I might, might have been even before that. I think uh, Santa Ana was, uh, you know, marching in, and, 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 here, and here's the county judge. Get out of my way, judge. Well, I, I, I think you're right, but that's how they get elected over and over and over again. He lit the fuse on the cannon. <laughs> here's William Barrett Travis. Uh, Nelson, would you light that fuse, please, and fire that 18 pounder over there? Go I ahead. Got it. I now we're getting silly well you know but that's how but you look 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 at a place like san francisco and pelosi it's the same thing same thing they just get reelected over and over again because of apathy basically chuck schumer like 80 chuck schumer 80 percent of the vote last night in new york he's a total piece of crap (laughs) oh he's awful and he's been there forever this is the longest serving senator in the history of the country and he's a piece (laughs) of crap but he's never he'll, – he'll still be in that position when he's in the coffin, man. He'll just prop up the damn coffin. Uh, I'll see you Monday. All right. <laughs> have fun. Thank you. you have, a good, have a good weekend. Thank you, man. I'll be back on Monday. I love you, San Antonio. Keep looking up. God loves you. Bye.